that's so compelling. Let's bring in Jeff Saturday, Super Bowl champ, former NFL center and ESPN NFL analyst. Jeff, welcome. How are you today, sir? Doing fantastic. How are you guys doing? We're doing good. I'm just trying to digest what Mr. Olofsky said. Bucks could go 17-0. and Brady could heave 55 touchdown passes. Are you on side with that? I'm on side with the 55 tuds. The uh, the undefeated, I'm just not sure. Uh, you know, look, I mean, B.A., you know, Bruce Arians, the no-risk-it-no-biscuit and um, the aggressiveness they play with, and, and even on defense, you know, with Todd Bowles. And, um, you know, there, there ain't no back down on either of those guys. And so, um, you know, when you think about the mentality of that team, some days it's just not going to be your day. And so I'm not sure that you don't have one bad day where, you know, your guys aren't playing great and, you're, you know, you make some mistakes and, um, so the, the, to me, the 17 and 0, uh, is secondary to hoisting that trophy. You know what I mean? Uh, and so, uh, again, I, I think from, from everybody's perspective, maybe then Brady, uh, you know, the undefeated season isn't, isn't nearly as much of a chase as let's do that. Let's, let's, let's have that parade once again in Tampa. Yeah, I, I think that there's no real uh, sort of game plan or map as to how they could win a repeated Super Bowl chance, but but most people aren't doubting that that's possible. I mean, it, it looks real, doesn't it? Oh, absolutely. And listen, the, the, their schedule, and in all fairness to, to Dan, their schedule sets up. They could run the table. I mean, there there is, like, like, don't mistake how good this football team is when I say that. I mean, this team, they, they are legit at every level uh, at every position. I mean, you know, you can't go through a position and go, oh, you know, this is a weakness. Like, there's some that are a little better than others, but, I mean, as, as you look at this football team, um, there, there is no doubt in my mind they have the capability. It's can you stay that focused that long after coming off of what you just did? Um, because most aren't built like Brady, right? I mean, this dude is just different in the way that he pushes and motivates and drives. Um, and so, yeah, as far as win another Super Bowl, absolutely. And, and potentially, again, if they, if they start their season strong, they get through the Rams and New England. Uh, I think that may be what Dan even talked about. Like you addressed the early part of their, their schedule. I mean, they, they could make, they could make it, you know, a significant run. But, but again, you know, I think you have to stay in focus of what you're trying to do week in and week out. And, um, injuries play a huge factor. Like distraction plays a huge factor. So, uh, make sure that you don't miss, you know, you don't miss that trophy for trying to do something else. Make sure you're on point would be my message if I'm Bruce Arians. Uh, do you feel that Brady is the MVP at the end of the year? Oh, man. I mean, look, you know, this, this is, I'll just tell you this right now. How, how could he, you know, as, as much as he's won, that, that he doesn't get any – because it's all number-driven, right? Like, it's going to be so hard to beat out other offenses and other players. I'll be honest with you, man. Aaron Donald, to me, the last – maybe not last year, but the two years before, like, he, he was the MVP. Like, he, like, like, like he's, he's the most dominant player in the game. You know, T.J. Watt, that this guy's not getting any – so it's not most valuable player. It's like most valuable quarterback, and it goes down to just numbers of who scores the most touchdowns, you know, the, the ratios, all that kind of stuff. Um, if you're if you're talking about wins, I, I think Brady has shown us all uh, the MVP trophy means means very little to what those rings on those fingers are, brother, because he's hoisting a whole bunch of those. Yeah, I mean the excellence is there, the numbers are there. It just it, the the story never never disappoints. I mean it, it's a complete one off, really, isn't it? 
Oh my God! I mean, listen, I, you know, I, we, we, at the, I saw him at the Hall of Fame, and, and I'm sitting there talking to him. You know, he's at Peyton's induction, and you know, we're at the post. You know, the post, the the, the post, uh, uh, or I guess the party, whatever you want to call it. We're there, and yeah, um, yeah. But I mean, this dude is just—he's just different, man. Like he's so laser focused. He he finds ways to motivate himself. And here's the biggest thing, man. He elevates everyone around him and he does that by encouragement by showing the fire and passion he has but everybody to a man and coaches down there as well who by the way have been my coaches early in their career right Bruce Arians Clyde Christensen Tom Moore who are all down there with the Bucks offensive staff and you know he is an incredible teammate and like guys lay it on the line for him man if you think about Antonio Brown, and that he's going to the airport to pick up Antonio. That Gronk comes back. That you know that that he can get Godwin, Evans, Brown, you know uh, Gronk, OJ Howard, and all the running backs, and everybody's fine sharing because they're all winning. That that's because of the way that he leads. And I'm man, he is a he, he is just a different dude, man. And and from a Colt who competed against this guy for 14 years. <laughs> And hated him, right? Hated the Patriots. Like, like I now pull for the guy. I tell people, I'm like, I don't even know who I am anymore. Like, like, like I've lost, I've lost part of who I was because I literally cheer for him and the Bucks because of all the guys and how people think of him, man. Like, you, you want, you want good things for good people, man. And and he's good people, and he keeps winning. And how do you not cheer for that? I mean, it's just, it's next to impossible. Again, you got a Colt who now. You know, cheers for a former Patriot. It just, you know, the world is upside down, man. It's just crazy. Well, I mean, take us back to those experiences. I mean, obviously you're, you're a center, so so you're not lined up a, against him. But but having said that, I mean, when you're playing a Tom Brady team, I mean, you it's just it's a different level of concern, isn't it? Oh, there's no doubt. Look, look you know, you're going to be in a you know, you're going to be in a fight. Like there's the competitiveness. There's never going to be a day where you don't think it's going to come down to the last drive and that's how most of our games did and the truth is they got us early in my career in the latter part we got them the majority of time um but man <clears throat> make no mistake those defenses that they had i mean there's hall of famers all over those defenses and that they haven't gotten their just due yet man the richard seymour's of the uh, you know the, the vince wilforks teddy vrabel like ted washington like ted washington ted johnson like I can go through Otis Smith on the backside, you know, Ty, like, man, they were, they were freaking loaded and they played as a team, man. I mean, Ty Warren comes in, Jarvis Green, like, like there was just name after name and player after player and they all played for the betterment of the team. They, it was, there was never any I guys, man. And I'm just telling you, like, you knew suiting up. If you beat them, you beat the best. And you knew they weren't going to, they weren't going to, they weren't going to hurt themselves. They were going to play consistent football and do it the right way. When you came out after that win, bro, you were smoking a victory cigar because you knew you earned it and, and you buckled up, man. And I, and I'm so, uh, I'm so appreciative that I was in that, in that time period and the team and, and we were both each other's nemesis. Um, because man, there's, there's nothing like it. I look back on those games and, yeah, the greatest game of my career is when we came back and beat him in the AFC Championship game. And people are like, well, you won the Super Bowl. I'm like, yeah, but I'm telling you, like, beating that team in your home stadium for the AFC Championship game, brother, it does not get better. 
uh, or bigger. And and I, I I just I'm so appreciative to even be a part. I feel like on a weekly basis, we're not going to worry too much about what Brady or the Bucks do. We're going to look at the other team and and figure out if if it's possible that certain elements can rise to the occasion and maybe pull off the upset. So tonight it's the Cowboys. Tall order. Dak is coming back from a gruesome ankle injury. Yeah. Uh, how do you ex- how do you expect him to be playing tonight? And what's your take on the Cowboys defense? Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm, listen, I'm a huge Dan Quinn fan. So I, I so I, so you know he was here in Atlanta where I live, and and uh, I mean I have a I could not tell you how much I respect that guy. I think he will have their defense uh, playing much better. Uh, that being said, I, you know I think I think Tampa Bay. Um, is clearly better in, in, in every, pretty much every facet of the game right now. So they got a better defense. They got a better offense. You know, so when you're looking at it, <clears throat> excuse me, when you're looking at it, I just think this is a, a matchup that leans towards the, the Bucks. That, but when you say that, the, the way the Cowboys could pull the upset, they do have the ability, right? They have, they have, playmakers on offense and the one thing when you're playing a team that's as complete as the Bucks is you want to make it a firefight right like put the ball up in the air let CeeDee Lamb let Cooper let Gallup make some big plays let Zeke have some big plays like like create big play momentum because turnovers are a huge deciding factor in NFL games but big plays are another enormous stat that really goes under discussed and I will tell you when you Think about the Cowboys and Dak Prescott. Don't let this be a game where it's check down, check down, check down. You've got to earn it all the way. You want to catch the Bucks in a blitz where you hit a big play, your playmakers make those plays. That's the way the Cowboys could potentially upset them is just catching fire in that type of model. Do I see it happening? No, but in my opinion, that would be the only way uh, they have a chance. Okay, Jeff, let's do sort of an overview on the league. You've got likely 15 projected teams that will have different starting quarterbacks from last season's opener. Uh, ties for the second most uh, year-over-year changeover in, super, in the Super Bowl, uh, super Bowl era, 1999 at 16, 2018 at 15. I mean, this was this used to be a traditional slow transition, and now it's, I mean, the the Quarterback transitions are, are are wicked. I mean, that's, you're talking about half the league with with new quarterbacks or different quarterbacks. What's your take on all that? Well, I think part of it is because of the way that the salary cap is set up now, right? Is that you, you know, when you have slots, it's not like guys when they, you know, the first pick of the draft didn't get, you know, sixty million dollars, so that the team is basically indebted to him for five or six years, right? Now they're getting the opportunity to bring these quarterbacks in, even if they're high draft picks. If they don't work out or they're not what you want, you can move on from them, and it doesn't it doesn't devastate your cap for the next four years. I mean, you've seen Arizona, right? You know, with, with Josh Rosen, and then you know you come right back with Murray, right? I mean, you've seen teams move on from guys, understanding that if they can find that 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 franchise QB, it's worth giving up what you had to be able to move forward. And, and, and even in like think about Miami, that's. That's been the conversation since Tua took the job as well. If, if, if they had an opportunity to get somebody, same in Philly, right, if they have the opportunity. So I think what you're seeing is teams are, being, are giving players a chance to earn it, and if they don't, they're going to move on to the next guy. And so uh, that's, I think that's why you've had the rotation you have. Uh, I think it's fun for the league because you're seeing, you know, young quarterbacks come in. I think, what, you got four or five. Um, you know, rookies who are going to start this weekend that have all had a ton of a ton of press from the last year 
and, and look, man, fans love that, right? Like they want to follow that, and, and it's great for the game. Um, but it's, but I tell you, it's gonna, it, it's development for teams because you know the, the, there ain't no learning curve, right? Like ain't nobody feel yeah. sorry for you. We're all grown men making a living. So if we can put that rookie and, and shake him up in a blender, that's what they want to do uh, to get some victory. So it's it's fun on the front end, man, but you better earn it on the back end uh, to be smiling come January, February. Okay, so let's circle the three kids, Trevor Lawrence with the Jags, uh, the Jets, Zach Wilson, and the Patriots, Mac Jones. How do you see their seasons unfolding? Oh, Trevor, <clears throat> it's, you know, to me, man, they, they just don't have a lot, right? I mean, when you look at their offensive line, it's very questionable, especially at the tackle position. Both of those guys have to kind of earn it um, and, and kind of bring it back. So from my perspective, it's, it's going to be, that's going to be a tough one to turn around quickly. Um, I think you'll see the ball come out of his hand really fast. I think they'll, they'll try to use the run game uh, in defense to keep them in games. Because uh, I, I think he's special. I mean, he can put balls in places that no one else can. I mean, he is definitely, um, you know, a, a special talent. But you're only one guy on 53. So, you know, how much can you do? I think Zach Wilson is probably the most intriguing to me. Um, I think Joe Douglas deserves a lot of credit. You know, they, they've, you know, with Vera Tucker and, and, and uh, Becton and the guys they brought in on the offensive line, I think they'll be better. They'll be run-focused. I think Wilson is an energetic guy that people like. I mean, I think he'll have he'll have um, you know they brought they brought guys in and weapons to help him. So, and I think they have they have um, and, and Jacksonville as well in this conversation. They have true expectations, not not overblown expectations, right? So, if they just get better each and every week, I think fans and management will be happy. And so that's a good place to be if you're if you're one and two in the draft, right? Is understanding it's not going to get turned around in a year, but the second year there could be a huge jump, kind of like Peyton Manning, three and thirteen, and then thirteen and three. I think that's the hope of those organizations. I think Mac Jones is probably in the best situation um, with with uh, McDaniel's and the way that he sets up plays. Uh, he protects quarterbacks. They have a very good offensive line. They have incredible running backs. So they know how to two, you know, a two tight end system, very beneficial for a young QB. And, and again, he basically just went from one place to another where everything's very similar. So uh, I think he's in this in a situation where he could he could hit his uh, his stride in the right direction earlier than the rest of them because of the situation that he finds himself in. Jeff, thanks very much for stopping by, and I just want to close this way. As a one-share owner of the Green Bay Packers, you gave us 2012. Thanks for your service to the franchise. Yes, sir. Had a great time, man. Appreciate you all, and thanks for the day, man. Have a great one. Thank you. That's Jeff Saturday, Super Bowl champ, former NFL center and ESPN NFL analyst.